So I really like to ask the question of like, what do you hate doing? So I make sure you're not doing that. And I'm also, um, I also try to be really flexible. Like I know that my business, even though it's had this level of success, I always know that someone is kind of, it's an opportunity for someone that they're gonna use to have another opportunity. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. And I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Isabella Silverio of Guava Empowerment. Isabella, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Definitely super excited to have you on. And before we jumped into the interview, I wanted to read a little bit more about Isabella so you could hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Isabella is a Cuban-American and Miami native entrepreneur, leader, and Cuban millenaria. Her passion lies in helping women think entrepreneurial in their careers and daily lives. She grew up believing anything is possible and has always helped others do the same. After being involved in over 10 plus technology global startups, she traveled to Cape Town, South Africa, where she helped disadvantaged entrepreneurs optimize and scale their businesses so that they can provide for their families. And during these experiences, Isabella learned the true tenacity and spirit of entrepreneurship. Isabella founded Guava Empowerment to create programs, tools, and courses to help women to fully embody their CEO. Isabella, it's great to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? Absolutely. Thank you so much for introducing me. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you for all the awesome things that you're doing. That's definitely you. So um, I wanted to kick everything off by rewinding the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah, so um, before I actually filed for my own company and business, which I was 21 years old at the time, a senior in college, getting my business administration degree, um, I was really on a track to really attracted to kind of like Silicon Valley startup community culture. Um, I had a lot of like entrepreneur like crushes like Mark Cuban and like Rihanna. And I'm like, wow, like there's a, there's a spotting innovation from a mile away. I guess that's kind of one of my talents now after four years of doing this, I can just spot what how the world is changing and how entrepreneurship can is like the solution for the changes. And, um, but yeah, I guess my CEO story started, it's, I can go back, you know, I used to sell avocados and mangoes on Coral Way, Miami, Florida with a sign and just to have mm -hmm. some cash. And I, then after that, I sold bracelets in high school and I worked as a barista for a small business and for a family business. And I was like in that kind of structure. And I learned just how to, um, you know, make connections and how to be professional and, and that stuff. And it, I guess it wasn't until I didn't really see a lot of opportunity for women like me in startup culture, because at the time, I don't know if you remember, but when like Uber was really under fire for how their company culture was very associated, like parallel to like fraternity kind of stuff. And when I would vocalize about that, I would receive like backlash or like criticism. So I was like, man, 
can't deal with any of you guys. I'm going to try to do my own little social media consulting business and believed in myself to do it, still doing it four years later. We'll see what happens in the next four years, I guess, or 40 years. It's a, it's a livelihood thing. You know, entrepreneurship is like a livelihood. <laughs> Yeah, I love that you use that word livelihood. It's so funny. Um, I also have, uh, I got my parents to take me to MJ Design so I can sell bracelets and everything too. So I, I have that kinship and, and being able to kind of do that. But I, that's why I love that livelihood word. Um, but it's so funny, like um, I'll say this phrase often and you kind of reminded me of it where I say entrepreneurship equals hope. And I think a lot of times when you have um, the world as you see that it shouldn't be, there's something that may be not you know correct a lot of times creating those solutions is a way that to do that. So I love that you've been able to do that in so many steps of your life and still are helping many people to do that as well. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, I love everything you just said. I'm like, I know you have more questions, but entrepreneurship is solving problems. And I have felt hopeless a few times, uh, just, but I had to say to myself, like, you are not hopeless there's opportunity out there, especially for others. You have to believe it's there for yourself too. Yeah, absolutely. When you lean into that, that definitely is when you start to see that come to fruition. And so I wanted to, to drill down a little bit deeper, hear a little bit more about Guava Empowerment and all the awesome things you're doing to help support people. Yeah, so Guava Empowerment started as a female-focused entrepreneurship, business consulting firm. I don't like really using exact semantics because mm -hmm. what matters to me is how can I make the client happy? What's their problem? It's one thing or the other. And um, just make them feel empowered, Guava Empowerment, to navigate all of the difficulties that come with being an entrepreneur, pressure from your customers or from your family or from your team. Um, we can be very uh, kind of guarded about you know, like secretive about how we run our business because we just want to be correct all the time, I guess. Um, and having a consultant is a very humbling process. <laughs> and it really just has someone tell you like, hey, this isn't working the way that you are thinking it's working in your head. You're really putting yourself down a hole that's going to be harder to get out of. So big advocate for consulting. Um, any type of educational resources, you know, when you're teaching social media, I was teaching Instagram very early on. So I would teach um, women of all ages and backgrounds about hashtags and caption writing. And I would say like, it's like when you put a thing on Craigslist, you have to be very appealing and then you have to have the right pictures. And then they, if you make a lot of parallels, people really can, um, that's how you teach people. And, and, business is always changing too. So um, I don't think there's like one right answer. I think it's very client to client and I try to just make them happy and do the best I can and, and also give opportunities away, um, you know, to others. And if that's within my team or just meeting another business owner, we just talked about livelihood and huge thing about being a business owner. And I was very in the startup community. It's about respect, right? Like, you can't just assume someone's going to help you on Instagram because they're good at it because that's their livelihood. Like it was mine. And you have to respect every business owner, any tiny startup, because you never know who's going to emerge. And if you're kind of like operating under of like, 
I don't even know what I'm doing or like they just started and whatever that no one likes that person. So, um, I think respect is so huge in business and social media is a tool. That's it. It's just a tool. We have our feelings in it all the time, but I try to just keep that objectivity. Nice. And so um, I wanted to um, drill down a little bit more and hear a little bit more on what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself personally or the business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? So I think I'm really good at making people feel good. I don't know if it's in my bio, it's the you mentioned. um, I was I grew up to believe that anything was possible. Um, if my story, my, my story is very much uh, painful and kind of like my mother instilled a lot of confidence in me. She believed in me a lot. And so I was raised to kind of be liberated and be like that dreamer. And so it's very easy for me to um, uh, network, you know, uh, I'm a great networker. I can uh, just get right to the bottom of what someone's passion is and give them some type of like, oh, well, you know, this is kind of booming right now. Why don't you implement that? And then boom, their face just lights up. They feel like, oh, and my next step is revealed. Like, who are you? And I'm like, Isabella. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I read the businesses every day. I love the trends, policy changes, technology, um, you know, everything affects the next thing and you kind of need to know where in the movie finding nemo where there's all those currents Mm -hmm. which current you want to go into and you don't have to enter a current right now you can wait and you should actually uh scan the environment and do your research otherwise you're going to be going in and replicating other people and you're not going to have that leg up because you didn't take that initiative and figure out like okay like what's going on in the world you know uh what's happening today like um like raw materials are very scarce and so prices of building houses are going up and that can tell you something about where interest rates are gonna go and yeah it's it's fun to make those connections in my head so i guess that's my secret sauce just being an entrepreneur and being uh having like those melt away lack of confidence um because anyone could be an entrepreneur like Elon Musk doesn't even have any social skills and he's like <laughs> Elon Musk, you know? And so anyone could fit in. You just got to know who your customer is. That's huge. Know who your customer is. I know who my customer is um, really well. Awesome. 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 Well, I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I'm a big like features person. I think if you're using, like I love Google, right? So I'm not gonna, I've been trying to use all of Google's features and something I'm loving right now is Google Keep. We actually don't even have any project management anymore. We just have Google Keep and it's really easy. And even with like Slack, using the features within Slack. So you don't have to add anything on and saving money that way. And even Instagram's new features. I mean, that's like always a popular topic, but I think allowing yourself, give yourself a few days to audit the way that you're kind of operating in a technology aspect. Cause there's this book called digital minimalism 
and it's very much well it's very minimalism i just took away that you kind of need to scan through and that's going to help you as a ceo i think things are meant to like fall away especially with just so many like it moves so fast that we can get really anxious about letting things go i think it's just better to let it go so that way you can find the features and tools that are literally created for you to do better and perform better Absolutely. Absolutely. And so um, I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget, where this could be like a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you have to do a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. I think what I would love to just speak on is, so in, in startup background, you know, you kind of are trying to accumulate a team of different skills and everyone brings something good to the table and you try to get those roles pretty established but pretty soon you figure out that people aren't like super about their role that they're confused about their role um so i really like to ask the question of like what do you hate doing so i make sure you're not doing that and i'm also um i also try to be really flexible like i know that my business even though it's had this level of success i always know that someone is kind of it's an opportunity for someone that they're going to use to have another opportunity. Um, and I think that's a beautiful thing um, that I've been able to do. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely part of the secret sauce as well, too. If you have it, <laughs> you can definitely use it. And so um, I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Isabella, what does being a CEO mean to you? Well, again, I'm like, I want to take forever and speak on this. I think to be a CEO is to be inspirational for the right reasons. You know, um, it's not just to have uh, accolades or accomplishments or recognitions, um, unless they are really warranted, right? Like people who deserve things should get them. But I think to be aspirational and inspirational and do good is the new age CEO. Um, but a CEO really is the person who sets the vision for the company and his only job is to make sure the company can continue being a company. Isabella, truly appreciate that example and that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This is a great conversation. Um, and we definitely should do office part two on my yes. show. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. If you'd like to connect with me, the best place to reach me is, is LinkedIn actually just updated it, got some new connections and it would be great to just connect with other business owners. Um, and if you're looking for more, you know, I have Instagram, Isabella Dacuava, um, but LinkedIn is my preferred social media right now. I really like what's going on over there. Awesome. 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 Well, to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes and definitely looking forward to part two as well, too. So I appreciate, you know, you taking some time out and, and, and really dropping some knowledge and information, you know, on us and letting us know how we can be better CEOs, entrepreneurs and business owners. So appreciate you for all you do. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation 
at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.